So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Stone Cold and What's up? It's Sports Keto Wrestling. I'm Kevin. That is Nick in Sacktown. Uh, and you have to get in the comments, have to hit the like button, have to subscribe to Sports Keto Wrestling. And of course, right as I go live, I get the alarm going off on the phone to tell me about all the different things that have to be done. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. I have one of those alarms where I have to shake it. Shout out Q101 right there. It's <laughs> hearing me on. Um, what a big week. We're going to be talking about some huge stories in this episode. You're just joining us here. WWE Raw, they could be having a big new TV deal announced any day now uh, while you're getting this. Seems like we could be getting Orton versus Reigns coming out of not nowhere, but, you know, almost nowhere. And uh, we're going to talk about the big dream match of CM Punk. Uh, Nick, uh, how you doing, buddy? We are still in a post-CM Punk and WWE world. What do you think? I'm, I'm doing good today. I'm, I'm feeling good. You know, uh, liking CM Punk in WWE, it's finally settled into me. You know, I, I it was still up in the clouds for me i was like is this real and yeah it's real he's here and it, and it's and i'm liking it so uh how you doing today kevin uh all right yeah so i just want to be able to get that in it was we were 60 seconds into the show and we didn't mention cm punk and that's basically all wrestle media in the last two weeks if we didn't say anything about cm punk i don't think we'd be doing our job uh but if you are live with us go ahead and jump into the conversation get on screen uh let's jump in right into this this is the big lead off this is the story that kind of came together over the weekend and some water has been thrown on this in the past uh, day or so by dave Meltzer. uh but fightful reported it first and fightful's breaking good news and Meltzer's melter melter is, is pretty good hit ratio there too in terms of breaking these stories uh so we will say this is a little this is cooled down a little bit in the last like 24 hour to 12 hour period uh, when Meltzer got a hold of it. Uh, but we basically had Fightful reporting that there is a possibility and something has been discussed about getting Stone Cold Steve Austin to come out of retirement once again. Uh, a guy who we never thought would wrestle again at all, not just in WWE, but at all. And has done a lot of active physical things with WWE in the last 20 years, but really hasn't had a full blown match. Uh, and until he came back at WrestleMania two years ago. And it was, I, I think, a really, really fun thing. It wasn't a great match, but it was just a fun spectacle. And he got to basically have a victory lap in his career as, as a match. Uh, the match that people always wanted was beer drinking Stone Cold Rebel versus straight edge, not drinking beer, not drinking booze, not smoking, not anything, uh, you know, Rebel, CM Punk. Yeah. And it was something they kind of teased with the video game like 10 years ago. They did like a video game interview and they kind of teased the match and stuff like that. Uh, and some people thought maybe they were trying to do it then. Uh, so Fightful says this is a possibility, but Melter's kind of thrown some some water on this. What do you think of this, man? This this would be absolutely undeniably insane if they could get this to happen. Oh, yeah. And I mean, imagine the promos that are going to be cut from this. I mean, Stone Cold's going to be 
coming out there. Oh, you want to be like old Steve Austin, leave the WWE, come back, get a pop. It's not like the rattlesnake. You know, it's going to be crazy. You, you, you leave, you go to Tony Khan, you take the big money check. You say you left pro wrestling. You say you, le- you left sports entertainment. You came back to pro wrestling. You fight with them Cucamonga boys. You get you get super kicked. You're fighting Luke Perry's kid. You're, you can't get, you're going to dial your head in. You stupid son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, I, I would no. love to see him. No, no one does a CM Punk impression. No one does right, a CM right. Punk <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I would love to see it. You know, um, I was kind of expecting CM Punk to come back and feud with somebody on mm-hmm. the active roster, which is going to happen. We all know, but um, it's it'll be interesting to see him and and Steve Austin go at it. I, I I'm I'm all for it. Bring mm-hmm. bring Stone Cold back. Have him crack open a few Steve Weisers oh, after the then, match. Then you gotta do the thing with Punk where he doesn't drink, right? Right. He's, yeah. He's straight edge. He's like at, he's profusely straight edge, and you would have to do something like that with like yeah. beer being I mean, like, oh boy, you know what I mean? Like that would be a whole lot to talk about there. You know, there'd be a lot of possibilities. But also you have, uh, you know, you have a CM Punk who isn't a spring chicken. You have a Stone Cold Steve Austin who the match he worked with Kevin Owens was designed in a very specific way so that he wouldn't have to do things that he couldn't pull off physically or he would look weird or certain things like that. This isn't me. This is me talking to the wrestlers. They say the match was designed perfectly for what he could do. Uh, And and he he did take a handful of bumps in that match, but he didn't take a lot. Didn't take a lot of bumps. You do you do those uh, those street fights. You can do things that are kind of like um, shenanigans, basically, and, and where you can hide all that stuff. And also, he didn't run the ropes. He, he, you know, he, there are certain things you didn't see him do. And also, after he had the neck injury, and this is like over twenty years ago, he basically had to change his whole style. Then that was in the late nineties, at the peak of his performance, he had to change everything he did in the ring. But he kind of just adapted around a handful of big moves, you know, and, and made it work. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. became a brawler out of, out of necessity, not out of out of uh, you know what I mean. Of, he was a finesse guy, uh, and yeah. uh, beforehand, and so it, it kind of adapted with Punk. I think there's a lot of that too. You kind of saw him doing this in AEW, where they they called it Bret Hart tribute matches. Bret Hart was known for a um, intense style that was built around working body parts and. Yeah building up to certain moves and you're not doing a ton of things very quickly. Not to say CM Punk ever did that anyway, but I could see there was just a lot of people talking in the business. Oh, he's doing a Bret Hart match. He's doing a certain type of style. I I think there's a possibility you could actually do this physically. And and so, I mean, like if it's possible and they feel okay about doing it, do it. But part of me, part of me thinks like, does Stone Cold want to come back for one more? Does he need it? Didn't he already get what he wanted out of Kevin Owens at WrestleMania in Texas? Does he, does he need it? Does he actually want it? Um, who yeah. knows? You know, I, I thought that that match against Kevin Owens was the perfect farewell match for Stone yeah, Cold. Perfect. Tree, you know, and and so I could see him not coming back because he's already had his you know his big hurrah, his exit from the company. It was twice. You know, this this one was was to top the top the topped it off, and uh, I don't think that you can do that. I mean, you can do it again. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin and a CM Punk. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't come back just because of how he went out the last match. But uh, you know, they, they are saying it's 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 already kind of <laughs> kind of getting th- worked in though, so we'll see what happens. 
We'll see what happens here. Uh, if you guys are joining us over on YouTube, we have a whole lot of stuff popping off on the Sports Kid Wrestling YouTube channel. I just dropped a video about the the rise and fall of Matt Riddle in WWE mm, and, and yeah. things that led to his ascent, uh, his ascent, his ascent, and his descent. Uh, we also break down in uh, several videos about what's going on with CM Punk and his future in WWE and how this is all going to play out. The issues between him and Seth Rollins, which features an interview I did with Seth Rollins in 2019 for Q101. For where where is this? For Q101 right there, yeah. Uh, so um, that was interesting. And, and they've had a, a lot of people uh, kind of bring this up to me about where is this going? And it's very intriguing. I mean, WWE is a hot hand here. We're talking about him and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Also, I don't. If I think if they don't do the Stone Cold match, it's okay. There's still going to be other great yeah. matches they can do. So I think maybe that's the water I'll throw on it along with Meltzer. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so jumping ahead here uh, and into our next topic. This one is interesting. And this one is... More down the business route, which I tend to get into, and then some people say they don't, they don't, they don't love this, but I love this. So this is coming together. So last week's Monday Night Raw, which featured CM Punk on it, was not produced live in person by Triple H, the head of WWE Creative. He was not there for it. It was actually produced by Bruce Pritchard, who's already you know one of the executive producers of WWE at the moment. And the reason for that is that Triple H, chief content officer of WWE, was in Los Angeles with the head of the company, Nick Khan, and other WWE officials trying to negotiate a new TV deal, a very lucrative one, for Money at Raw. Their TV rights will come up within the next year. A very lucrative deal that they signed a few years ago. This is when they did that series of deals where they did one with Fox in 2019. And then right after that, they did another one with NBC Universal. two separate billion-dollar deals. Uh, and uh, recently, just a few months ago, signing a deal for SmackDown, yeah. to join NBC Universal's USA Network, where Raw is now. And it is expected to be on Fridays, but I could see that changing. And that'll start in October of 2024. So they're going to go back to cable TV, basically. Um, a lot of suitors are potentially there. Uh, and something makes me think we're going to see some big news out of this. A little bit. And, and, and it could be a little bit of, of a game changer. Now, I don't mind being wrong. I've been wrong on predictions before, but there's a lot of players here involved in this and it isn't just one party now a lot of people think oh i've heard some people kind of cool off on it and say that they they feel you know wb raw is just going to stay with nbc universal and you already have peacock that's where wb is the premium live events that's already an nbc universal thing so uh and then i hear other people are getting crazy out there saying that look look what netflix is doing netflix is launching live sports they did a, a, a golf tournament and stuff like that they have talked about it uh yeah we have other people talking about you know bleacher report which is going to be this live sports tier for max which is the streaming platform of yeah. one warner brothers discovery which which owns wwe's uh competition in terms of their tv contracts for the foreseeable future by the way aew uh, looking at tv contracts as well but a lot of people expect yeah, them to stay um a lot going on here amazon yeah. would be in play uh, Disney, which has uh, some cable outlets that need some fresh programming, would be in play. But I think a lot of this is um, kind of based on where NBA kind of goes to uh, in terms of okay. TV rights. What do you think here? How does this play out? You know, I'm I'm very interested to see where it goes. And I've honestly, I've heard some rumors out there that if they do, you know, whoever they go to next, there's a potential that Raw is not going to be on Monday nights anymore, too. And um, which would surprise me big time. I think that you should keep Raw on Monday mm -hmm. nights no matter where they go. I, I just like it on Monday. I, I look forward to Monday Night Raw, you know, every single Monday. But um, that's just one of the rumors I've heard when they do sign a new deal. 
that they could potentially move off of Monday. I hope that does not happen. How do you feel about it, Kevin? I mean, it's – I think keeping Raw on Mondays is key. Uh, wrestling fans are creatures of habit. I mean, Raw yeah. has always been on Monday nights since 1993. You know, right. I, I'm, and you have you've had generations now of fans who just know it's there. Uh, but I could also see some changes to it in other ways. Um, I think a three-hour show is a chore for some people. Just for yeah. some. Uh, now, but there's no way to take an hour away from a TV show that's been that way for, what, 10 years now? It's been three years, three hours. Yeah, it's... So if you backpedal from that, how does that look? What is that like? I've heard some people just softly pitch the idea. Well, if you go to Disney, you're on, you could do an hour on Hulu as a bonus. And you do uh, the other two hours, like on a cable channel. And I, I was like, how does that work? You know, like, do I have to have multiple apps? You know, like once you start getting confused, you know, it's challenging then. You know, but you have people cord cutting though, too. I think the biggest move for them would be going to a streamer. Uh, yeah. Raw. Uh, and not it not being a cable TV property as it's been for such a long time, you know, like doing a little bit of what the NFL does. Not mind you, the NFL is not on one platform. There are many, many different things. You know, they have multiple different TV contracts. Uh, yeah. And you're seeing this. Uh, NASCAR did this. They have some of their races will be on this channel and some of the races will be on that. And some will be on Amazon and Amazon wants to get in there, you know, uh, so. Yep. Uh, Wrestling Observer reporting that WWE is looking to secure a $400 million a year deal, uh, which would be very significant. Uh, analysts, though, have, have uh, valued the deal of potentially at $387 million a year. Uh, it's also noted in the same report that most of the negotiation period uh, that FX has been the network in the lead. Mm. So this would see them leave NBC Universal. This would be the second yeah. time they've left NBC Universal with Raw, and that uh, you're looking at USA Network still in play. Warner Brothers is there, but I just think they're the least possible just because of the AEW conflict. Amazon Prime would be a dark horse, but behind them would be Netflix. Um, let's just talk about the AEW one here and the conflict here. If they go to WBD, yeah. Warner Brothers Discovery. What does that do to all elite wrestling? I mean, that's that's going to just cause a bunch of controversy right there. And, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. May maybe they want their hands on all the wrestling promotion, all the top ones. You know, they're like, hey, we can work together. I don't think that <laughs> the two companies see it that way. But, you know, um, no. maybe maybe they want their hands on everything that's top notch wrestling right now. And I don't think they're going to be able to do that. But, it, you know. Money talks, like I've said before. We'll, we'll see what happens with it. That would be very crazy to me, though, if they tried to even do that. And I, I don't know how Tony Khan would react to that. Uh, he would probably leave. I could see him leaving just because they're bringing WWE in, you know. But um, who knows? That that would just stir up so much in the wrestling world that it, it, it would be insane. It would be insane. <laughs> but I, I like put, the... Uh, go oh, ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. You're, you're good. I kind of stopped anyways. I like the <laughs> idea of going to the streaming. You know, a Netflix would be would be amazing. I just got rid of Xfinity and I'm going over to the, the streaming networks and stuff. So I, I would love for a streaming network to pick them up. Well, also it's just where people watch TV. There's a lot of, I mean, live TV viewership is the most valued for advertisers. But, you know, there's a lot of times where I'm not watching Raw Live. I'm doing yeah. the 90 minute Hulu cut. Uh, the day after, the morning after, I'm out on a Monday. Uh, Friday nights, kind of the same thing. Or I'll, I'll go out 
Friday night at like 8 p.m. SmackDown's on 7 to 8, and then I'll watch the other half the next morning. And it'll be like my Saturday morning cartoon I had when I was a kid, you know? So, yeah. like, the same idea. I, I, not a lot of people watch it. Some people just watch the clips. I talked to my nephew, and he's like, I haven't watched a, He's like, I'll watch the pay-per-views, but I won't watch the full shows. I'll just watch the clips on YouTube. And and and, and then he goes, when I watch it on pay-per-view, he's like, the matches are so long. I was like, yeah, because you're watching 90-second clips. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like a whole different thing. Um, so I, I'm going to know what you guys think. Where do you want Raw to go? And I do think this is important. I know some people are going to skip others. They don't care. But then when it happens and it changes, this happened with Peacock. A lot of people love WWE Network, and they didn't like the Peacock change. No, I think people yeah. are kind of okay with it. You know, And there's so many more people that are watching because they got Peacock for football. They got Peacock for this. And yeah. you and I talk to a lot more wrestling fans that suddenly are just watching the pay-per-views because of Peacock, and their viewership is way up on that. Uh, and uh, Peacock is not the biggest streaming platform. Netflix is in terms of the streaming services. Um, if they went to Netflix, you know, that's pretty big. Peacock is pretty big. It's got it's risen a lot in the last two or three years since WWE got there. It's up to 28 million. But I mean, Netflix, I think the last time I checked the, the subscriber number, let me check the subscriber number on them, uh, is the biggest of the, you know, OTT over the top streaming services. And it's comparable uh, they have around 247.2 million paid subscribers worldwide. Uh, I don't know what that number is in the United States. I think it's around 70. Um, and so if I'm wrong, whatever. Uh, but it's that that'd be a huge platform. You know what I mean? To have your be- brand. Be, it's WWE. You know, someone who hasn't the laps fans that watch it now and then. That would really be the audience you would hit there, though, too. You know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and what, what is live stuff like on Netflix? They've done a couple of different things. They did a Chris Rock special on there. I know they did that golfing tournament. But, I mean, this would be a real way to go into it. You, you tell me I have a three-hour TV show every single week. Also, what is it? What is a weekly TV show with from WWE that basically wouldn't have any real co- – no, because they have some ads, right? Netflix has yeah. – they, they said they would never have ads, and now they have some ads. But it wouldn't be the same experience. You wouldn't, you right. wouldn't have, like, you wouldn't have like five-minute commercial breaks and stuff like that, you know? It'd be a way different show. And, and and that would change for the wrestlers too. It would change a lot for the wrestlers and the TV crew. So be interesting to see how that plays out. Netflix would be the most interesting one, I think. Yeah. Be the most interesting one. And I think that with that streaming, you know, if you cut out more commercials, then it would be an easier transition from the three hour to the two hour with a streaming service like that. If you have less commercials in there, because I think that's a big deal too, why they have it. So Let's long. sneak this in here. We're going to talk about the, the world championship situation in WWE before we close out here. Uh, backyard all day. Hopefully he's not a backyard wrestler. Did you do any backyard wrestling back in the day? Were you, were you one of those kids? Am I <laughs> of that generation? I, mean, I mean, me and my cousins, I mean, we, my, co- my cousin John in particular, we would always do some backyard wrestling and we'd set up some mattresses. You yeah. know, <laughs> was, did you have a we name? We were crazy. Did you have, did you have a backyard oh. wrestling name? I, I didn't have my own personal one, I guess. Like, I would just always come out and try to be one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah, okay, all, all right, right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they call me. I was, what I was, was your what, name? What, what, no, you go first. You go first. <laughs> I mean, they, I guess, he, like, it was so stupid. They'd be like, every once in a while, I'd be like, here comes Nasty Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty Nick. And I was like, no, that's not. Nasty Nick reminds me of the guy from Half Baked when he goes to jail. Yeah. And he, he's Nate. like, oh, I'm going to be there with Nasty Nate. He's gonna Next turn me into a fruit cup. <laughs> yeah, you better have my cocktail. Fruit. <laughs> you better, you freak <laughs> well, yeah. What are you yeah. in for? Oh, I fed a horse a bunch of junk food. He's a diabetic. 
All right, there we go. We're just uh, we're taking that. No, my my yeah. uh, my backyard wrestling name was the Flaming Snot, El Fuego Boom. Nice, nice. Uh, and it was also uh, Rage McTavish, which was a character I drew and then I portrayed in reality. And what was Rage McTavish? It. it was just an Irish guy who was who was who had muscles because because hey, I was Irish and I didn't have muscles. Awesome. Uh, if you're just joining us, go ahead and uh, make sure you guys watch the whole show. By the way, if you're just joining the live stream, whenever you are, if you're watching on demand, go ahead and hit the like button. Get in the comments below. We want to do this show every week. So uh, if we if we want to keep doing it, we, we need you to share it. You know what I mean? And read the names yeah. on screen. And, and there we go. Uh, where do you guys? We'll get to that. I, I want to get to this question, though, about uh, jumping around here. Yeah. Uh, backyard all day asking, uh, will Damien cash in, Damien Priest, cash in and be successful before the time is up? So he has he wanted in July. So he has a year to cash in before. it. You know, no one's ever gone that far. I think, right. I think someone's gone like all the way up to like within 30 days or something of like it expiring. Right. Um, yeah. But I think they're going to try and keep him on the toes. I think he mm, tries to cash in before sometime before WrestleMania. That's what I'd say. I don't, I don't know if he's going to be successful though. Something, something right. makes you think uh, judgment day is over, but do they need a world champion? You know? And do you, I'm not saying you don't buy Damian Priest as a world champion, but I don't know. There's something there. I, There's a lot of unease, you know, a lot of unease in the ranks of the JD. They just lost, just lost at uh, sure. at Survivor Series. They got to get their mojo back. But, I mean, him winning the world title again would be a big part of it. We were talking earlier about the WWE Raw TV deal. A follow-up question here from Sticketer saying, uh, do you see Raw being a TV 14 show again under FX or Netflix? So FX, which is owned by Disney now, uh, would be the prominent cable TV leading candidate, reportedly. And the biggest streamer that could pick it up would be Netflix. Now, that would put you in a whole bunch of different areas. You'd have SmackDown on NBC Universal Cable every week. You'd have CW having an, uh, WWE NXT, which is a confirmed deal. You'd have their premium uh, live events on Peacock. So you'd be on Netflix promoting shows on Peacock. That's, you know, what is that like? You know, so that's kind of a conflict there. But I also yeah. think you would have less restrictions. If you are on Netflix, I think you'd have a lot less restrictions. But I also think that WWE likes the idea of being kind of like, we have a little bit of this for the fellas, men's to this. We have a little bit for the women, this crowd. We, they, they try to be, and they're kind of pulling it off a little bit to a degree. I yeah. could see them getting a little bit more risque and, and trying some things. Maybe maybe blood, I think would be the craziest yeah. thing you could see. Uh, but I, I don't know if they want to go that route. I don't think I don't I just don't and everyone who screams about TV 14 I just don't think they need to you know like, like right. I don't I don't see this like they need to be TV for oh they were lame when they went to TV PG I was no they've done a lot of like insanely violent things since then and yeah. uh, and they've done a lot of like risky stuff you had the, the Lana and Bobby Lashley Miro love triangle <laughs> thing and yeah, like they that was not PG but they somehow work, found a workaround for that. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think you need chair shots to the head. I don't think you need barbed wire on TV every week. Like there's some shows that can do. I just don't think WWE needs that for me. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, do they need it? No, they don't need it. That's just my take. I know I'm the, yeah. I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the old, I'm the old man who remembers the attitude era when it was the attitude era. You know, <laughs> put your hands up when you get hit with a steel chair. <laughs> I'm with you. You know, um, I don't think they need to, and we got to remember, you know, we're, we're older. We love wrestling the old school way, and, and, I, and you, I like you the would way think it is me, now. You would think me yeah. as the old head, you know, yeah. would would, right. would do that, 
right? But we, we yeah. got to remember, though, we got we got a young generation coming up watching this, too, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I know when I was a kid, I loved the violence. I loved all that. Like, the Attitude Era was amazing. But right now, they're doing enough. And and it's not it's not just enough. Like they have a great product out. And look, look, it's, it's they're popping off. Yeah. In, in an inflation-driven world that we're in right now, I saw a report. You know, people are kind of changing how they're spending money for Christmas, and it's going to affect the economy and all these different things. But yeah. And then I hear people talk about WWE and in the existence of that, they're doing very well. Yeah, they are. And everyone says, mm-hmm. oh, well, they always keep touting about all these numbers. They made the most money at Survivor Series this year. They did this right, uh, and. Then they come out of the box and make break all these records and everyone questions it. It was like, no, it's because they have characters that are really over right now. Yeah. I, I just think that's a the matter matter of fact. Uh, WWE it just found a really nice sweet spot post Vince McMahon where Triple H really dials in the stories and you get good decent payoffs. And I think people really care, even though you haven't gotten a payoff with Reigns. I do think people just are into it. They have a good balance yeah. between making diehard fans really happy and casual fans really happy right now. And that's the sweet spot. You want to hit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Poppy Squeeze. I want to get to this. We're going to get to Orton versus Reigns here in a minute. But Poppy Squeeze, have a question here. Do you know if CM Punk is advertised for Raw tonight or only Smacked on this Friday? Poppy, he is only advertised for Smacked on this Friday, uh, which will be a tribute to the sh- uh, tribute to the troops show. Mm-hmm. Uh, which they do every year, which is odd. CM Punk kind of a, a counterculture guy, so it's odd that he's, <laughs> he's doing it. But I, I, think, I think he's done he's done um, a tribute to the truth before. Don't quote me on that, though. Uh, this will be his second TV appearance for them outside of a premium live event. Popped a good number on Raw, but he's expected to be a free agent. Um, yeah. He will not be on Raw. I think they'll, they'll do video recap stuff this week on Raw. But Raw's pretty stacked. Have you seen the, the, the card for this week's Raw? It's, yeah, it's, it's looking nice. It's looking yeah, nice. It's looking like very, very good. They have Rollins is going to have a match this week. Uh, I believe oh, I'm trying to think of it here. I, I had it in front of me a, a little bit, a little bit ago. Uh, but yeah, this, 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 I remember on paper, like Nia Jax or Shane Baszler. I was like, that's kind of interesting. I'm not saying it's going to be a barn burner match, but I'm like, that's, it's kind of a pretty cool, uh, you know, uh, role of action Monday, there that you're kind of confirmed to go with here. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm just of the thought that, if they can keep things going, you know, nothing wrong with it, you know, and you're, you're in a position now to sign a new TV deal. So just why change everything? So, yeah, yeah. That they don't have to go to back to TV 14. And and what is Punk going to do? When they, I, don't, I don't think, do you think they have him wrestle on TV before they have him wrestle on a pay-per-view? I don't think so. I think yeah. that his first match is going to be pay-per-view. Yeah. They're going to build then, it up. But then you got to wait. You, can you wait that long until Royal Rumble? Until Rumble? I don't know. I would, I mean, I would, have, I, I would have him do a TV match. I would have I would have him do a TV match, uh, yeah. have it be have it be a short affair, but have it like you know, all right, you know, you can do the running knee in the corner, you can you know you can do the the GTS, more of an yeah. angle, you know, he's got to do something physical before he, uh, before we get the Royal Rumble. So I, I agree, yeah, because he's probably going to be in the Rumble match as well as what I'm hoping. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm hoping so. I mean, he's going to have to get yeah. Another yeah, thing is we don't know who's winning the Rumble. Now, with yeah. him coming back, it really changes things. And I'm not saying he's a lock to win the Rumble. I'm just saying him coming back would change even who might win the Rumble, even if it isn't him. Like, it's that, that's yeah. how much it kind of, like, changes a lot of things because you don't want to have him come back and see the numbers he brought to the table. And everyone who says, oh, he's not a draw, he's not a draw, he's not a draw, look at the numbers from Raw last week. Oh, he, my God, yeah. th- th- They were significantly up, uh, and uh, they were 
significantly up on socials, the numbers he drew on uh, Survivor Series. So it's clear there's a lot of people that like checked him out in AEW. Maybe they were just casual. They're going in and out. But there's some people that just identify him now as a WWE guy and want to see him in WWE. And I think enough casual fans feel that way. And then there's yeah. going to be some AEW fans screaming at me uh, right now. Uh, by the way, Ke- Kenny Omega got to wrestle on TV. Very, very rarely. He's going to wrestle coming up here on the ninth. The He's going to take on Ethan Page in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, which I think is a pretty cool move there. Nice. Good on them. Nice. Good idea. Collision needs it. Um, yeah. let's get to the Orton Reigns thing. I'll take questions by the way. We'll do we're getting some questions. So if you're watching live and you want to get a question in, we'll do your questions here in just a little bit. So this one being reported here by Wrestling Observer saying uh that basically plays up what happened on SmackDown this week. Uh Nick Aldis, the GM of SmackDown, signing Randy Orton as a SmackDown superstar who is now going to pursue his revenge tour against the bloodline who put him on the shelf for over a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh and of course, Randy Orton proclaiming that daddy's home since that went o- that was, went over on Monday, uh, that that sexual innuendo was spouted off at Paul Heyman, and he told him to tell Roman Reigns that daddy's home. Daddy's so home. this this looks like the direction they're going here at uh, Royal Rumble, but it isn't locked in. Obviously, I think we'll know by uh, this week's SmackDown what they're doing. Uh, I think it's a big match, but it's another scenario where I do you think he's getting the belt off of Roman? <sighs> I would know. I don't think so. I don't. I think Randy is strong enough. I think that he's a polarizing figure in the WWE, mm-hmm. but it's not time. I don't think it's time. I don't think they're going to take the belt off of Roman with Randy. I, I would. I think, you know, he's he's been around. He's he's got he's proven mm-hmm. his dues, but mm-hmm. he's not. It's not the time to me. It's not the time. No, hit the like button, guys. If you guys are with us, it really helps. Hit the like. It really, really, really helps. Uh, I, I think it's a big match you can build to. Yeah, obviously he has uh, motivation, but I think is it too predictable if Roman just has the belt going into WrestleMania? But do you want to give that away in anything else but Mania at this point? Right. I remember being at WrestleMania with you and talking to you relatively afterwards or beforehand. Like if he gets out of this with the belt, he's not losing it until another WrestleMania. Yeah. And it seems like that's indeed the case. And I do think I'm not saying with how hot WWE is right now because we haven't seen Roman on TV in like over a month. You know, like he hasn't been, he hasn't been on TV. He hasn't been on television in over a month. Not, let alone, you know, wrestling. He's only a wrestle on pay per views now. Uh, but I think you get somebody out there, like a Randy Orton, says, "Hey, I'm back here. I'm I'm in the ring every week. I'm wrestling on television, and I'm fighting people. And uh, and you put me on the shelf and you beat me up. And I'm going to be a real champ. At some point, someone's got to come out there and." poke holes in this idea of Roman being the most dominant champion in the last 10, 15 years. Cause yeah. the fact of the matter is this is a guy who's Brock Lesnar 10 years ago, where he gets to show up whenever he wants and do whatever he wants. And you're, and some people are kind of cool with it, but I do think there's enough people that resent it uh, where mm-hmm. you could do the thing and play fans against each other. And then it's kind of cool. And you just root for one guy you like, and the other side roots the other guy and emotional investment. Uh, and so I kind of think they can go that route. I would add someone else to this match just so they don't have to do the, you know, interference ending again that they've done. Unfortunately, right. I think they've written themselves into, into a hole where they kind of had to do that so many times with the bloodline where, you know, Solo's yeah. there just to help them interfere in a match. Yeah, it's just it's, it has been done over and over again. And I would like to see a different angle worked with this match. Did you you just mention like a triple threat match? Pretty much. A triple threat would work because then, uh, yeah. you know, Roman could. uh Pin somebody else, 
Yeah. You could do you could do a kind of you could do uh, you know you don't have, you don't have DQs and triple that. There's just more room for shenanigans there. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's there's more room. There's more room, and if you're going to go the shenanigan route, and and fans are okay with it because they were okay with it, they've been okay with it. The numbers yeah. prove it. Anyone who says they're not okay with it, they are. You're just you just want to see Roman lose, and that's kind of the yeah. idea. They have you in on the chase, uh, and we'll see where this goes. I don't see Roman losing the belt before WrestleMania, and if he loses it at WrestleMania, everyone says it's predictable. It's like no, that's culmination. That's not predictable. I think there's yeah. a difference there. Uh, let's talk about a very over character right now. People are bringing up Dominic Mysterio here. Uh, and, and here we go. Extreme and awesome. Extreme and awesome. <laughs> Do you think Dominic could fight in a fair fight? <laughs> <laughs> Love that question. Mm. Can Dominic actually uh, fight someone without being a low good, a low down, no good, dirty dog? In, uh, can he can he do it? I don't know. I also kind of don't want to see him do it. I think he's no. a great. I think he's a great little chicken shiz heel, dude. Yeah. And and uh, people saying, uh, "I love this one." Uh, Dom would have a tough time against Rockstar Spud and Hornswoggle. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be a fun match, dude. Uh, Dom's on one. If you're saying he can't wrestle, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's raised in this business. The pauses he's taking are so fun, uh, and yeah. the way he cuts a promo and he just knows the crowd's going to overwhelm him and boo him. And it's just so fun. People still resent him for turning on his dad and his dad kicked his ass at WrestleMania. Yeah. Right? They still hate his guts. Anytime <laughs> the interactions between him and Rhea Ripley are fun. This is peak sports entertainment type stuff where yeah, it's like- that WWE style of get a reaction and play it out and play it out. And, and, and everyone says, Oh, they drill something into the ground. They have not drilled anything into the ground with him yet. There's still so much more possibilities for you to be very ridiculous and silly with him. Are you enjoying Dom? I'm enjoying it. I uh, I love Dominic Mysterio as a heel. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the whole, like you said, the mommy and Dom thing, that's what draws me to the judgment day. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I like the judgment day. I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge fan of all the heels, but when they show up on W on Monday Night Raw, I'm watching. Mm-hmm. And Dominic Mysterio is a big reason to that because I like to boom. It's fun when you go to the live shows. It's amazing. And uh, to see him at WrestleMania, like you mentioned, get spanked by his dad with the belt. It was the best. Then, you know, <laughs> it was the best. So, you know, I think he's playing this angle perfectly. And as much as you hate him, that's what he's supposed to make you do. And mm-hmm. he's doing a great job at it. So, Do you think they get back to Ray right and Dom? Do you think they do Ray and Dom again at some point? Oh, I think I think it would be. I, I mean, Ray, Ray's going to he's going to go through Santos Escobar when he gets back. And all that yeah, stuff, that's you know? that's first. But I think that they could definitely revisit Ray and Dom down the road and yeah. not even too far down the road. Twenty twenty four. If Ray's going to have his final match, if he's, you know, he's gotta be. the twilight of his career, it's got to be Dom. Definitely have to be Ken Dom. terminated DQ says at Sports Keto Wrestling. Do you guys remember Shinsuke Nakamura challenging CM Punk in his vignettes? Let's be clear about that. Uh, so there were these vignettes that Shinsuke Nakamura has been done. I like that WWE went this route that they um, opted to let guys who don't speak English not speak English, yeah, and just cut their promos and use subtitles. And I and, and I I think we're in a subtitle world. There's some people that watch subtitled TV shows, and we have subtitled YouTube clips and and uh, transcriptions and stuff like that. Like I was like. 
the the audience is more uh, keen to this. They they understand this more. And and it's not that Shinsuke can't do promos in English, but he's clearly a guy who has. And this is me, you know, dumb dude from the middle of the United States. It, he, English is his second language. I've met Shinsuke, uh, and he's a very personal guy. You can have a conversation with him. Uh, but it's it's he he's he's fun and he has a personality and he's very physically charismatic. But mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. If I went and, and I was a performer uh, doing comedy in Mexico, I have friends who've done comedy in Mexico. Like you have to know some Spanish. You have to yeah. know some ability. And 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 Nakamura has clearly been v- wildly successful. You know, it's nearing ten years with WWE. You know, like he's yeah. been wildly successful in WWE. Uh, far more than a lot of other guys who've had to come in that route that he has come in with a lot of hype. But then you have to get over the hump of being the Japanese guy where WWE has a system and all these different things, right? And, and yep. I, the adaption, the timing of Triple H taking over that company and, and allowing him to do it was really cool. But I also think in those promos, he kind of alluded to stuff and then was doing the GTS. And, and he, was, he was doing the go to sleep. He was doing CM yeah. Punk's finisher. And I kind of thought, is that where they're going with this? Like, if this is the way they bring it, that'd be a while. But clearly, they're going between Cody and Nakamura, which is a big bump up for Nakamura. I like if that. Not, if he's not going to get the world title, if he's, he's in there with, like, the top baby face. If Nakamura is the guy who gets Cody ready for the road to WrestleMania, that's pretty cool. Like, I think that's – I was like, I'm down for that. Like, 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 also, people think, oh, that's such a bad role. You're just getting jobbed out. You're just – no. You're, you're a setup guy. You're an assist man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like looking from an objective perspective here, you know, uh, yeah. I, I, I think at some point, maybe those were about Sam Punk, but it's worth noting when they talk about how that deal came together, uh, fairly quick, like that wasn't like WWE, like was saying no to CM Punk, like a few outs, a few weeks out from survivor series. And at some point they pulled the trigger and said, yeah, we're going to get him. Am I correct? Cause, and that's when that, that I'm thinking the uh, chronological order of those promos, right? Yeah, yep. You are correct, I believe. Yeah. Um yeah, you know, and Shinsuke setting up Cody Rhodes would be massive, like you said. Um, and they're they're actually set to clash tonight, is what it says over here on Raw. But um, you know, Shinsuke definitely not a jobber. I mean, he has been jobbed out a few times, but that that role right there is giving you your shine too. And after that, you can do so much more with Shinsuke afterwards and I like that they're giving him some spotlight back because it kind of seemed like Shinsuke was getting pushed to the side. He, he a did bit. this stuff with Seth Rollins, but yeah, I, I don't. I, and he had two solid matches with him. He lost, right. but I don't think I'm he talking, came off like less than you know. No, I don't think I don't no. think it was like a big drop down. And then right. eventually they started giving him big wins again, and they're giving like the methodical like mind game type thing. He's almost mm-hmm. doing like what Randy Orton was doing ten years ago. Randy Orton's yeah. now just not Randy Orton now gets just be Randy Orton. You know, yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, but allowing Nakamura to be him, you know, people saying, uh, Ken saying you should have won the world title from Seth. I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with you on that. Yeah. We did a, vi- we did a video right. about this. And I'm, kind of, I'm kind of okay with this. I, I also don't think Seth has that title going to WrestleMania. I think somebody no. else has that title going to WrestleMania. Uh, so that's the way I see it. We'll see how this plays out. Some interesting stuff here. 
Obviously, uh, Seth getting a little bit busy with Drew McIntyre. That seems like that could be the picture there at, at Royal Rumble time, but we'll see what happens out. Uh, if you're just joining us, these are other topics that we just covered in the show. We covered Dream Match Punk versus Austin, that WWE Raw TV deal, and we just drilled down Orton versus Reigns and took some of your questions. If you're here now, watch the whole show. Uh, the watch minutes really, really matter. And go check out the new videos we have. You can follow Nick. Where they go, Nick? On the X Twitter. That's what I like to call it. And Harkson24, that's at N-H-A-R-K-S-E-N-2-4. Yes, X going to give it to you. X, Elon, <laughs> going to take it from you. Uh, and then ask you to pay $8 a month to have spell check. Uh, so, no. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter machine, at Kev Kellum, at Kev Kellum, at Kev Kellum 6. I will be very busy with Q101 this week. All right, Q101 Chicago's alternative. We have four big rock shows at the Aragon Ballroom. We'll have the Black Keys tomorrow, along with Local H. We will have Lovejoy on Wednesday, and then we will have Bleachers on Thursday, and we will have Young the Giant and Gaslight Anim on Friday. You can go to Q101.com and go get tickets for all that cool stuff. Cool, cool stuff. I'm doing some WWE stuff over there at some point in the next year, too. So if you like Sports Kita, uh, I'm going to have some some very fun wrestling things with them in the near future. Uh, and people saying uh, RIP DMX, yes. Yes, he passed away some years ago. Yeah, RIP. Uh, yes. Uh, and, and people uh, asking questions, all the cool stuff. If you're watching On Demand, too, go ahead and fire up your questions. I'll, I'll get to some of them in the comments as well. Uh, share the link. Pass it on to your wrestling buddies, especially if you like your buddies seeing different stuff like that. And follow Sports Key to where we put out our stuff. Uh, <laughs> here we go. People already yelling at me about Zia Punk. <laughs> no, 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 Zia Punk. Let's stop talking about that guy. He's not even bringing wrestling. He's not even uh, bringing wrestling shape. Yes, he's, he's saying he's in bad shape. I'm pretty sure we can get Steve Austin and Samoa Joe. We'll do a much better dream match. It'll be a dream match. Oh, no, I don't know if we're getting Samoa Joe versus Stone Cold. More more inclined to think that you're going to get Punk versus Austin uh, there, buddy. I get it, Roberto. If you don't like him, it's okay. Guess what? You still care. You're talking about him. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, man. Remember, when watching wrestling, please do the most important thing. Hit the like button. Use your thumb. Mash it on the screen right now. Share the link or you stink. Or remember, please do. Uh, you can... Boo that bad guy that you think is a bad guy because you don't like him. And you can cheer the good guy. And then you can enjoy wrestling. <laughs>